Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. You know, so much of life is you and I balancing different things. Uh, some people have great balance, right? They can walk across a balance beam, a log across a river, and not fall. Some people struggle to balance uh, standing on one foot. They can tend to tip over, or the thought of walking across a tree to cross a creek or river would freak them out because they know as they put one foot in front of the other, uh, they may end up splashing down in the water. You know, you watch people on the tight ropes at circuses and different things, and it's just like, how do they do that? But they have great balance. And you and I in life are trying to balance out whether it's work and family, ourselves, social life, church, uh, school, all these different things. Uh, we have to have a good balance uh, in our lives in order to function well in each of the areas that we have. And as we come to the fruit of the Spirit we're looking at here, it is really a balancing act. As you think about the fruit of meekness, we're going to look at it here, but it's really trying to balance yourself between two extremes. When I say meekness, something may already come to mind. Uh, Some people think of meekness as weakness. They think, oh, Christians are meek, so they're going to be a pushover. They're going to be a doormat. And I've tried to say throughout our episodes, uh, if you follow along with us, being a Christian does not mean we are a doormat. Just because we are to love others and to uh, turn the other cheek does not mean we place ourselves in situations for people to do whatever they'd like to to us. We see Jesus, yes, he was meek. He's our perfect example. But he also spoke the truth in love. He stood up to the religious leaders, the authorities of the day, and he spoke firmly to them. We see in righteous anger, it was perfectly balanced out how he went into the temple and he turned over the tables and told them they're not to make his house a, a, a den of thieves or a selling place theirs. They were trying to rip people off. They were being uh, unjust, unethical in their business. So as we try to define meekness, many times it's hard to define. Sometimes you just kind of think of a person and they're meek and you know, maybe somebody's, somebody's face or somebody's name is coming to your mind. But as we think about meekness, it would refer to a quality of mildness or gentleness. Aristotle said this, he said, it's the virtue that stands between two extremes, the uncontrolled and unjustified anger. That's the one extreme. And then on the other is not becoming angry at all, no matter what takes place around you. And so both sides are incorrect. If you have uncontrolled, unjustified anger, that is wrong. But then if you do not get angry at all about things that are going on and you're very apathetic to things that should arouse a righteous anger in you, then that is wrong as well. He goes on to say the midpoint between a sex I'm sorry, excessive proneness to anger and the incapacity of anger. So meekness is the perfect balance between the two, and it can be hard to live out meekness. Uh, It doesn't mean it's easy, but it's you and I governing our emotions and also our resentments. It means we're not too easily provoked to anger, anger, but also not too quickly calmed. Now, as we look at meekness, it can be seen in three directions. One is selfward. Meekness is not an outward expression of feeling, rather it's an inward grace of our soul. It is an essence of being internally that is displayed externally in our dealings with people in different people in different circumstances. Now it can also be Godward, right? You and I can 
uh, in our reaction to God. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time when you've been frustrated with God? Has there ever been a time in your life when you've been angry with God? You know, so many times when I talk to students who uh, grew up in church or maybe were Christian, they have some type of deconstruction story or deconversion story to their faith, uh, and they tell me they're atheist now or agnostic. Sometimes I want to know about their story. I want to know, how did you come to that point? Like, share with me your story. Your story is very important, and so many times they're glad to do that. And so many times it can be traced back to some evil act or something that was done maybe in church or to them or to a family member that was unjustified. It was, it was evil. It was sin. It was wrong. And so they turn their uh, anger at God because they feel like God allowed this to happen. And how you and I respond to God is where we need meekness because you and I can get very angry with God and we can even shake our fist in God's face. And that is wrong. You and I should respond to God in meekness. We should understand that God does deal with us as children. There are times that we go through trials to grow us. We can, we can look at all of that. But meekness is accepting God's will as good, acceptable, and perfect and not responding to him harshly or in anger. We lose our meekness when we do that. So meekness can be seen selfward, Godward, but also manward. Meekness is not weakness. You would say it's this. It's strength under control. I think that's the great way to, to understand it, to define it. Uh, it's too often that the Christian virtue of meekness is viewed by the world as weakness, being a pushover, unable to defend yourself. But it's actually when you have strength to do, but you keep it under control. And I would say meekness is the prerequisite for strength. Warren Wearsby said it this way, just as wisdom is the right use of knowledge, meekness is the right use of power and authority. It's being actively angry at evil, wickedness, Satan. It is also controlled sharpness and controlled reaction. Controlled by who? The Holy Spirit, by God's word. Can I say this? Meekness is a fruit of the Spirit because you and I cannot live it out naturally. We'll talk about that. What would be some great examples of people in Scripture who were meek? I think first of all that comes to my mind is Moses. In Numbers chapter 12, it talks about Moses was the meekest man alive on earth. But Moses was not always meek, and that's where I think I can relate to him. You see, he was raised in Egypt by Pharaoh's daughter. He's raised there under the hand of Pharaoh, who would lack meekness. It's all about authority. It's all about control. And we understand Moses lacked meekness because he killed an Egyptian in anger. Now, he was justified in his feelings because it was un, unrighteous what was being done. It was evil the way the, uh, the uh, Israelites were being treated. But he went over meekness when he killed him. And it took 40 years of preparation in the desert for Moses to learn the virtue of meekness. You see, in meekness, Moses had close fellowship with God. He led an entire nation of grumpy, complaining people, and he dealt with those complaining people in meekness. But Moses still struggled with meekness. Why? Because he was not meek when he struck the rock twice out of anger. God told him not to do that, and he struck it twice for water to come out. Why? Because the people grumbled and grumbled and grumbled, and he allowed his emotions to overtake him. He reacted not in meekness. It was not controlled. He went to the other side. And as a result, Moses was not allowed into the promised land. You see, Jesus would be our perfect example some people would say Job was an example of meekness, and there are all sorts of people. Mary, the mother of Jesus, obviously uh, was very meek, 
Jesus, though being our perfect example, as we uh, title our podcast, Taking Your Next Step, is taking your next step in life and growth, but as you follow Jesus Christ. And if he's our perfect example, you and I should look to him. And he says this in Matthew 11, he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Those of you who are struggling in life with the, the circumstances, the heartaches, the trials that are natural to life, look, I know you're going you're gonna to deal with that and struggle with that, so come to me. And he says this, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. But he says this, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You want to learn how to live meekness? You want to learn how to be meek? Learn of Jesus. Take the time to examine the life of Jesus. You and I should know scripture. Yes, we should read it. We should know the books, but you and I should definitely know through the biographies of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we should examine those, follow those, see how Jesus lived, see how Jesus talked, see how Jesus reacted, and model what you and I see. Jesus is the perfect example of meekness. He had the perfect balance of anger and apathy between the two, the perfect balance all the time. Yet he still spoke firm when he needed. I mean, I think about him speaking to the religious leaders of that day. He had righteous anger at evil and moved into action. You see, we can't be apathetic. We must move into action. And he had great compassion on people. So we see the definition of meekness, biblical definition. We see biblical examples of meekness with Moses and Jesus, but we see the biblical charge to exhibit meekness. You see, as a fruit of the Spirit and Jesus being our example, God is charging you and he's charging me to live with meekness. And we can do this because God is meek, because Jesus is meek. Jesus is not calling us to do something that he is not able to do, and he's not calling us to do something that he's not going to enable us to do. You see, meekness is not a natural virtue that you and I possess. We tend to one side or the other, and you identify yourself. Either you, either you tend to be over angry or you tend not to do anything at all. It's one or the other. You and I will go one side or the other. You see, our flesh moves us in the opposite direction, and it's a constant struggle. But that's why meekness is a fruit of the Spirit. We can be meek because God provides us the help we need to be meek. And so as I think as we navigate culture and life and class and work and our uh, community and church and all these different things, we are in danger of going to one of two extremes and therefore not being meek. I think we can be very angry and frustrated with all that's going on in our culture. And we will remove ourselves from meekness. It's very easy. Do you watch the news? Do you see all that's going on? Do you see all the unjust stuff that happens? Do you hear the voices? Do you hear how loud they are uh, speaking against God's truth and, and what is right and what is ethical? And you and I can become very angry and frustrated with that and begin to exhibit that. Uh, anger towards people through our words, through our posts on social media, through our looks. We can become very uh, prejudiced towards other people because of maybe the stereotype or what's happening. This is not meekness. This is actually weakness, though it may feel like great strength. The other side, though, you and I can become very numb and apathetic towards all that's going on around us. We get so used to it. 
we are no longer affected by it, and we're not going to move to action. Again, this is not meekness. This is also weakness. So you and I need to study the life of Jesus to find that perfect balance between over-anger and no anger. You and I need to find the balance so that you and I can stand up for truth. And that's why Paul says, speak the truth in love. But as you think about your life and you struggle to be meek, you have the perfect example in Jesus. And also you have living inside you what you need to live every single day meek. You have the Holy Spirit that lives in you and the Holy Spirit will give you the fruit of meekness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.